If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar, and it is Thanksgiving week. So we'll find out what some Nemours associates are grateful for this holiday season. But first... Let's hear from Rachel Lindsley. She's a patient services specialist group lead and preceptor in Jacksonville, and she has the kind of voice and presence that begs the question, do you sing? Turns out the answer is yes. Can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we Rachel's speaking voice is a familiar one to those who call to schedule an appointment for the Jacksonville Clinic. It's a job that requires grace under pressure. Here's Rachel. So I answer phone calls, schedule appointments, answer questions about referrals. Uh, I'm also liaison between our patient families and our clinical staff. I send messages and Sometimes I even feel like I'm a little bit of a counselor. Um, I, I schedule for several clinics where children could be uh, terminally ill. And uh, so sometimes, you know, I'll have a mom that is crying or it's the first time that there's ever been anything wrong with their child and they'll be really upset. And, you know, I'm the other person on the other line that can Understand- help them through that. And they're understandably upset. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is that stressful? It can be. Um, A lot of these families are experiencing very traumatic situations. Um, You know, it's understandable when a mom or a dad calls and they can't get an appointment in a time frame they feel is acceptable, how frustrating that would be. And I definitely try to identify with them. Uh, I never take it personally. I might actually truthfully cry sometimes when I'm at home or off the phone because I take that on. I feel how frustrating it can be to be a parent and you don't know how to care for your child or this, you know, really maybe a fresh diagnosis or preemie babies coming home on oxygen with a vent machine, you know, trying to get into a doctor. It's just got to be so frustrating. So we have lots of protocol in place uh, to really try to help. And from there, I just move forward. We'll schedule the appointment and then I'll take every protocol a typical phone call should take five to seven minutes. If it takes me 27 minutes and I've done every single thing that I can for this family to make sure that their child can be seen or they feel and know that we care about this child, I'm happy to do that. Does it take a special personality to do the job that you do? I think so very much, especially for my department for terminally ill children. You know, you're dealing with a lot of frustration on the family side. So you get screamed at, cursed at, and it's, you wouldn't imagine that it is that way, but it is that way. To not take that personally and to not want to fire back at them, to not put that blame on that family. It's not up to me to speculate. It is up to me to follow our protocol to make sure that every child receives the care that they need when they need it. Do you get support from your fellow associates? Yes. We're all in the same boat. So we are all 
having to handle these difficult callers all day long. Our supervisors were once in our chairs as well. These are not people that have just come in off the street, so they understand. So say you take a particularly difficult phone call, it is nothing to contact your supervisor and vent about it, say, hey, can I step away from my desk? They are really supportive about all of that. All of us, you know, we'll turn around and tell some jokes to each other or try to lighten the mood. Uh, We can always hear when someone is having a particularly difficult call. I know for myself, when I'm dealing with a difficult caller, my pitch will go up slightly and I'll speak a little bit more slowly. And uh, so, you know, we can all kind of hear when another one is having a difficult phone call. And once they're off that phone, you know, we try to do what we can to lift each other's spirits. Because like I said, we all have this kind of core personality. And so it can be really easy to take that on and take it personally. Talk about your team a little bit. I want to know more about your team. It sounds like a, like I said earlier, a stressful job. But it is work that is necessary So my team is comprised of um, six ladies plus myself. The intelligence of these women is inspiring, and the amount of knowledge that they bring and share, it's never kind of that, I know this, and you should too. It's always like free-flowing information and sharing of information and asking questions I just, I'm really proud of my group. Uh, it's always a focus to try to do everything that we can to get these children seen and cared for. Do you want to uh, name names? So in my group, <laughs> Kendra, Julie, Sarah, Angela, and our new hires, Amanda and Ruth. And they're going to bring a great dynamic to our team. I'm already so excited to have them. Rachel Lindsley is a patient services specialist group lead at the Jacksonville Clinic. About two hours southwest of Jacksonville is a small town called Longwood, Florida. Population, 14,000. Nemours serves the kids of Longwood with primary care services, and Ruth Rivera is one of the first Nemours Associates kids and families see. Ruth is a patient services specialist and team lead, and from a very young age, she knew what she wanted to pursue in terms of a career. Even before I started college, that's what I wanted to do to get into the uh, medical field, the health field, and to help people. Ruth did just that and has spent 27 years as a healthcare professional. As a parent, she has been seated on both sides of the healthcare table. And it was in caring for her youngest daughter that she experienced the full range of what Nemours could offer. She's, uh, she had open-heart surgery in 2000, when she was 9, 2009. Now she's 19. And she, you know, she fights every single day. She's in college. She works. And she used to be um, a more patient as well. And you see her like she is reaching her goals. She didn't let um, a surgery, a condition stop her from reaching her goals. When you were on the mom's side of all that and getting services, even before you worked for mm-hmm. Nemours, Tell me what the feeling was like in the offices you visited and what kept you engaged as a parent mm-hmm. of a child with a condition. Yes. So she, um, we used to come here to the hospital, to one of the departments here in the hospital, and they were always friendly. And the provider, she was always, you know, 
is this is not like okay I have to see you in 10 minutes I have to see you in 15 minutes so she took her time with her all the time and if I had any questions she was willing to answer them even the most you know sometimes for me it's an important question because I understand but for other some people they said oh you know that's not an important question but every single question that I had they were answered to me so and she had dedication and she took her time to to see my child and to you know and to you know give her the best service possible and the best experience possible that she could get it was a philosophy ruth appreciated it aligned with her own way of working with patient families so when ruth's practice a team of 9 including the physicians became a part of the nemours family in 2012 it was clearly a good match i think nemours has always been known for putting children first and really um, reaching the need of that child. So I feel it's great to work with a company who doesn't only care about big buildings and titles, but also about the children. This is the reason why we do this, the children. Talk about the people you work with. Even before you got on mic, you mentioned the word family. Tell me about that family feeling in your office. Yeah, even though we keep it as professional as possible, we make sure to make everyone feel welcome. Whenever someone comes into our, our in our office, they see a team, a family that is happy. We welcome them and we make them feel important. Sometimes you have parents that receive good or bad news, but we are there for them and they know that and they really know it. We cannot cry with them, even though we want to cry with them, but we have to be strong for them and tell them you're going to be in the best hands and, you know, ever, because that's, that's the culture around our office. You know, we are a family, and families, when families are together, the most important time is to be happy, to um, feel comfortable around each other, and that's the way we are, and we feel our patients feel the same way. If a family is not happy in the workplace... How does that impact the patients and their families? Would you're going to have um, families that are not going to be happy, patients that are not going to trust you, or parents that are not going to trust you, their children. You're going to have um, children that won't even want to go to your office. And in our office, we have the experience that we are seeing parents now that they used to be our patients before so when they see that you are a family that you're not this is not only a job for you this is not only a workplace this is a family we are a team they they you know trust us with our kids as well is there a time that you can recall that one of your colleagues went over and above for a patient and tell me about that yes last year we lost one of our co-workers a friend to cancer And Loretta, she wanted to bring smile and joy to that family again. It was hard for our office, and it was hard for us, and hard for this family. She had three kids. So Loretta worked on several events to get free tickets for a Florida theme park. And she worked through during a year to get enough tickets for the whole family to go and spend uh, spend a few days in, in this Florida theme park. So she went above and beyond, and I really, you know, I feel proud, and I really, I really appreciate that. It was hard, but, you know, she's in a better place right now. Mm-hmm. Let me ask about um, the favorite part of your work. What do you like best? I like children. 
I'm passionate about children. And once they smile to you, it changes. It means something. It, it tells me, okay, it's been a bad day, but it completely changed my whole day. Even when they smile at me, when they wave at me, when you have a two-year-old or a one-year-old that tries to tell you your name, Instead of Ruthie, they call me Tuti or something like that. So that's special because their first words, my name is part of their first words. So I feel special for um, because of that. And at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm satisfied. I'm happy because it's not a job. It's my mission to serve. Ruth Rivera is a patient services specialist at the Nemours Children's Primary Care Facility in Longwood, Florida. Longwood is also about 45 minutes outside of Orlando, and it was at the Nemours Children's Hospital in Orlando that I had the chance to talk with Melissa Segura and David Galindo. Melissa is a financial advocate supervisor, David a hospital registration manager, and it was David who explained their roles within Nemours and happened to mention a notable accomplishment achieved by Melissa's team and two other teams within the same division. We work in the branch of the revenue cycle, which is divided into different segments. Under Teresa Thompson, who is Director of Patient Financial Services, there are two teams on our um, our umbrella that received um, 100% engagement. But I do know that the coding team under uh, Jacqueline Jones, uh, who works at Lake Noah Town Center, also received 100% engagement. And we all report up to uh, Hal Williams a VP of Finance here at Nemours Children's Hospital. That's three teams working under Hal Williams with complete 100% employee engagement according to an internal survey. From where David and Melissa sit, the indispensable piece to that outstanding performance is communication between, across, and amongst associates at all levels. Communication is truly key. Uh, we really go to each other for anything. Um, we escalate to each other. Um, if we have issues that bleed into each other's departments, um, I think that open communication is truly key. One of the best things about Nemours that I find is truly empowering to the associates is that we're supposed to be celebrating problems. So anytime an issue escalates, you know, we celebrate that and we empower associates to find these issues because they truly are the experts in the front line that we don't see every day. Definitely. Yeah. Um, You know, empowering and and surfacing the problems and and having them, you know, review ways of of correcting those problems um, and then bringing it back to the huddles um, is is important as well. This is, uh, you know, my two cents on it. I really think it really is that um, the, the way our mission is and how we we as leaders present to our associates have that communication. It really is that um, trust between, you know, upper management and the front line that, you know, we're there to support our staff, specifically in the revenue cycle. Um, I've never seen so much communication and escalation and support um, from our our upper leadership, like all the way from the top to the bottom where, you know, your voice feels heard. You don't feel like you are making a mistake and that <laughs> someone's criticizing you. Um, if there's a will, there's a way kind of mentality in that uh, we all have each other's backs. What happens if you do feel as though you've made a mistake? Uh, for me personally, we grow. I grow from it. Whenever I encounter that I've made a mistake, I'll, you know, I'll reach out to my senior leaders for feedback and, and ways on to you know, improving the problem. Um, but we grow from it. 
Is there an associate either on your team, maybe not on your team, that you would like to highlight? Somebody who has helped perhaps a patient in an extraordinary way. Um, someone that in the department that's um, really grown a lot since she started. She's been with us for almost two years, and I'd have to say it's Stephanie. Um, she's very patient with the families on the phone. Um, she takes the time to listen to them. Um, I know there's one call that I did audit and the mom was basically in tears, um, because she thought she had to cancel her appointment because she had no insurance. Um, so Stephanie, you know, took the time. We screened her for all possible options, Medicaid assistance, healthy kids assistance, payment plans. It was a patient that, that you know, suffered from seizures, and the mom was concerned that we were going to turn her away. But we took the time. Um, we helped her out, and she was able to keep her appointment and, and had a good feedback from the doctors. Yeah, I think one of the uh, associates that always comes to mind, um, his name is Carlos Perez. He's uh, one of my supervisors, but his story is so amazing. Um, some people in the hospital have known him since the hospital opened. Um, he actually was working in the, the, the kitchen department, nutrition department, and um, made his way to concierge and became a registration specialist and started working in the ED and has now grown to become one of the supervisors here, uh, one of the leaders here at Nemours Children's Hospital. Uh, I think his perseverance and that mentality to you know, really go above and beyond is can't be overlooked. And that's what made him stand out. What's your favorite part of the work you do? To be honest, I, I have this conversation a lot. Um, and it's really being a part of the problem solving, I would say, because uh, Nemours, at least here in Orlando, is so new. I think we are all able to take parts of our past lives, our past careers, uh, and take the best parts of it and see what we can contribute to making best practice here uh, for the hospital. Um, There's so many things uh, when we feel like we've, we've done everything, we just open, <laughs> open another door and there's a whole room full of problems ready to be solved. So uh, it definitely keeps us on our feet. Uh, we know that it is really taxing and um, it takes a lot of effort. But at the end of the day, it's so gratifying to know that you're part of something bigger. David Galindo, a hospital registration manager. Melissa Segura is a financial advocate supervisor, both with the Nemours Children's Hospital in Orlando. And finally, today with Thanksgiving on the way, let's gather around the table and hear from associates across the Nemours landscape about that for which they are grateful. And we're starting with CEO Dr. Larry Moss. First and foremost, I'm thankful that I have a wonderful, healthy family and best wife in the world and three beautiful kids. I'm grateful for uh, this hospital in Nemours that we have this renowned facility here in the Delaware Valley as well as all the expansion that's going on um, for Florida. I'm thankful to have a job that I enjoy, co-workers that I enjoy working with, and working for this company that I love. I'm thankful for everything that everybody does. I believe gratitude is absolutely essential, too, in people's lives. Um, and so, um, you know, again, there's just so many things. I mean, I've, I've been very, I've, I've had a very blessed life. I feel thankful that I have a strong family. I feel thankful that I have a healthy family. And I feel thankful that I was able to help the families and the children and 
to do the best job that I can for them. We see some of the ugliest cases and we see some of the best cases and we see some kids that are cured from cancer and they just come to us for routine checkups and you know you have to be grateful and thankful for that. You know you have a family. We have a great team. Um, my coworker Lisa and I work amazing together and just even Namor's family. You know we all get along and we're just a big family here and to be grateful that we support each other and in this environment and we have each other's back no matter what you know to help each other out to become better I lost my husband in December and <laughs> I have a really amazing team who stood by me and so that's really been incredible and I'm just really thankful for them they've really supported me in every way so I'm just thankful for the group I'm extremely grateful to work for Nemours, which is a, a singular and unique force in advancing the health and the welfare of kids. And, and I'm unaware of any other organization with the level of opportunity we have at Nemours and the level of commitment to kids. And that's incredibly powerful. Nemours CEO, Dr. Larry Moss, along with Audrey Bowen, Lisa de Guzman, Gary Josephson, Samantha Massey, and Kathy Vicario on what they're grateful for this Thanksgiving. And thank you for all your support of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and let us know your thoughts about the podcast at podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. I'm especially grateful for the great production team that makes this podcast possible, including Peter Adebi, Deborah Griffin, J.L. Puckett, and Jackie Williams. I'm Carol Vassar, back with more Associate Stories next week on the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Thanks for joining us. 